Teaching Mums is an executive coaching company specialising in education, parenting and most importantly, updating the professional profiles of mothers across the world. How do you know what you're good at? Who tells you each day that you're amazing? How can I help you be the champion of your own life? You are needed all the time. You are so valuable and important. Let me show you how to have the professional life that you're looking for, the home life you're looking for, and the type of motherhood that you can wake up to every day and enjoy. And even on your hardest days, still feel like you're absolutely invaluable. Good morning and welcome to the Each Mum, Reach Mum, Teach Mum podcast. Now, for those of you that don't know, it is Freedom Friday, fist held high. Now, um, in the wake of the current climate, it's even more important that um, I make this sound and I talk to you out loud about the things happening within the black community. Now, um, you'll never know, but I'm going to tell you before... um, George Floyd was murdered. I had these episodes um, lined up. I don't have a script, so all my podcasts are free flow. But the theme um, is prepared. The topic is prepared months and months in advance. So for every day of the week, I have something I'm going to talk about, whether it's for five minutes, ten minutes, or an hour. And um, if you haven't already booked a session with me, more slots are opening up, and you can do that by going to Teaching Moms. And the the reason my coaching is completely, completely intertwined with my podcast is because my podcasts are generic and it's a one size fits all. Any mum anywhere in the world that has access to the internet can just listen to a podcast, um, listen to one of my shows and be completely blown away because they're incredible. However, if you need help and you think, oh my goodness, I've just listened to the podcast and I now want to live my best life you need to call me okay if you're listening on the anchor app you can just leave a voice message if you are listening through any other medium my um dm details are in the episode um descriptions in the show notes click through send me a message and talk to me about um what you would like to do now it's not free because this is my business and i have a family to care for and i have a household to run i'll tell you what is free though love is free and my podcasts are free and if you sign up to my newsletter which is also free you will get a link in every newsletter for the most recent podcast but if you have the time and the budget I have packages to suit every budget I have packages to suit the budgets of women who can afford to buy 700 pounds hair you know who you are and the women who can't afford to do that so um freedom friday and I'm going to say what I like because so many things have been left unsaid and people are living broken. Okay, so I have budgets for everybody. Um, The joke about the hair is only gonna be relevant to some people. So let me break it down for every community. So um, if you can afford 
um, childcare costs, um, support and help at home with cooking and cleaning. Um, if you are on multiple streams of income, you are able to afford one or several of my coaching packages. If you are part of a low-income family, I will put a budget together for you because every mum needs a coach. This is what people don't realise. People seem to think that a coach is for the you know top earners. A coach is for any any woman who decides to start a family because there is no manual for parenting. There's no manual for updating your professional profile once you become pregnant. And actually becoming pregnant is the best thing that could have ever happened to you. It's not trauma, it's not a crisis, it's not a sin, it's not a crime, it's not a disease, it's a blessing. And I want anybody now who's listening to really celebrate themselves if they're ex- if you're expecting or you have little children or you have adult children if you decide to become a mum maybe you didn't decide to become a mum and it just happened that can happen that you are so gifted and you are so blessed and you have something or some things or some tiny people that millions of women are paying tens and thousands of pounds for to just get one successful cycle you know who you are and if that's you listening I'm sorry that it has been so hard all I'm saying is for those of us out there that have even just one okay let's not complain about it because people want the life that we have so on that note what I'm saying is whatever your budget is 700 pounds a hair or um, a thousand pounds of disposable income a month or 68,000 grand a year or maybe you're in seven grand a year, 7K a year, I have a package for you. So let's head on over to teachingmums.com, book your video call, and we will talk about what it is you need and how I can help you. I don't know everything. Of course I don't. I'm not God. But I know enough, sweetheart, to be able to help you. I know what you're thinking. Now, Lily, that's grand. I know. But it's Freedom Friday. Okay, so today's session is about microaggressions makes my blood boil what are microaggressions so microaggressions is the political term for bias racial bias um, microaggression is just another coined phrase for racism and so I'll give you some examples and then I'll share my horror story with you so one example is um, those of you who see me will know that I um, have worn weave wigs braids I've had short hair I've had um, locks I've had permed hair, I've basically had everything, I've dyed my hair, I've had every type of hairstyle that you can imagine and what I would describe as a microaggression is when people at work who are not from my community, so this is non-black people, saying things to me like, well your hair's really soft, what do you mean? Is my hair supposed to be hard? Or you just change your hair every day, it's really exciting, just don't know what to expect. That's a microaggression because they wouldn't say that for a European woman. They wouldn't dream of it. If a European woman came into work with a different hairstyle every day, nobody would say, wow, you just change your hair every single day. I don't know what to expect. It wouldn't happen. Or when you have a similar hairstyle to another black person at work, they get you confused and don't apologise. Oh, I thought you were so-and-so. You look exactly like um, Mrs. Campbell. No, I don't. We're both black. That's all we have in common. Other microaggressions are things like if your hair takes 12 hours do you ever get to do anything else is that a compliment i see that microaggressions are digs besides 
dis- disguised as people offering you advice. I don't need your advice on my hair. I don't need your advice on my hair. Or things like you're really, really overqualified for this position, but if this other position comes up with less money and more work, we will call you. <laughs> now, of course, they don't say that, but that's exactly what they mean. That's exactly what they mean. So what am I saying to you? I'm going to tell you my story about what happened at the last interview that I went to and how to deal with microaggressions in the workplace. Now, I'm laughing about it because I run my own business now. I don't have to deal with that mess anymore. But at the time, it had me in tears because I knew something was happening and I didn't know what it was. Okay, so let's talk about what happened when I went for um, a job interview. I applied for a post as a year two teacher. And of course, I'm a qualified teacher. I can apply for any teaching post in the world. Qualified. Um, I'm experienced, I'm really good at my job guys, I have to say it and I encourage you to say it, I'm good at my job, okay, I studied for years and years, I've been to university more than three times, not because I failed the first time, three different degrees, I don't want people telling me that I'm not good at my job, I'm good at my job, so I went for the interview and they absolutely loved me, there were no black teachers in the school, none, an independent school in in Purley, Croydon, Um, no black teachers, one or two black families per year group. This was just by looking at the classes. Um, incredible school. And I did my, I taught the year two class. The children were really engaged. A few hiccups, but I think that's expected. The deputy head at the time observed with the class teacher. They invited me back to the interview room. And basically at the end, at the end of the interview, well, it didn't really end. They just said to me, we really want to offer you this job. So I'm going to call you later and just let you know the fine, you know, final aspects of this, this job offer. So I thought, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I nailed it. Um, I really wanted to work in an independent school, smaller classes, you know, slightly longer day. But because of my own background, I went to an independent school and it meant I'd be able to do, teach things like Latin and Italian, which I wasn't able to do in some of the mainstream schools, you know, and I, and I told them in the interview, I'd love to run a Latin club for the, you know, year fours, the older children, because it's good preparation for secondary school, because a lot of the independent schools do teach Latin and it'd be good to, you know, fast track these children into um, being able to understand and read Latin. And the two interviewers said to me, how do you know how to read Latin? <laughs> oh, the room was silent. And I, and I think what I did was turn around and look out the window because I thought, oh wait, is this gentleman talking to me? And I said, what, I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, where did you learn how to read Latin? And I said, at school. And he said, well, where did you learn how to speak Italian? At school. Where did you learn how to speak German? At school. That was the end of the interview. So we shook hands. I didn't receive a telephone call. On the day, I received an email, and in the email, um, I was told that I was amazing. I was so good. In fact, I was so good that I was too good for the job. In fact, I was so good for the job, too good for the year two role. They wanted to fast track me onto the final phase of the deputy head position, which had opened up that week but had not been advertised yet. Wow, I've gone from being an NQT to being shortlisted to become a deputy head teacher 
you know, 48K or whatever it was um, after tax. Amazing. So I called the school. I called the deputy head who was um, starting a family and moving on, moving out of the country and out of the area. And I said, hi. I said, I received this email. Is this from you? And she said, it's from the whole team. Everybody loved you, Lulu. We really want you on board. Fantastic. Great news. What do I have to do? And she said, well, can you just modify your application form so the personal statement fits with the deputy head role? I'll send you the JD, the job description. Amazing. All right. So I told my husband, I told my mom, I told my daughter, everybody's really excited. Obviously, they had not offered me the post and I still had to go through the interviewing process. But to be, um, you know, launched into the final stage of the interviewing process um, and that isn't even really the job that I applied for I was over the moon and I had a mentor at the time which was the director of my um, at my university that I went to she was the um, the trainer she did my teacher training so I contacted her and she was just like I'm gonna write a reference for you you absolutely deserve this because you are way ahead of yourself you had to qualify because it's part of the process, but you've had so much experience, you could definitely do this role. Can you tell me what else is involved? So the role would have involved um, being in class for two days with year five, and I've taught year five, it would have been fine, and then three days in the office and helping to manage the school. Perfect. It wasn't near home, but we worked out it would take about an hour if I got the job, an hour to get to school and an hour to get back, and we just decided we'd get another car, blah, 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 blah. Anyway my mentor was really behind me she just said look talk to me about what your expectations are about the interview and she told me all the things they'd asked me about data you know behavior management whole school approach and I knew all about that because even though I was um, before I qualified to be a teacher I was working as a cover supervisor um, an HLTA as unqualified supply teacher tutoring I was doing courses all the time so I was fully aware of all the levels of management and spent my evenings when um, my daughter was asleep studying and preparing for senior leadership in schools because that was my original goal. Anyway, I was um, sent the interview date when I submitted all my new paperwork. I was sent the interview date. I went to the interview. I was the first person there. Of course I was because I work in overtime and I um, work three to ten times as hard as my peers. So I got there early and they let me in. And the first person that let me in asked me why I was there. Okay, I said, oh, I'm here for the interview. And she said, what interview? And I said, I'm here. I've been shortlisted for the deputy head post. And she almost dropped her keys on the floor. And she said, oh, right. Oh, well. Um, hmm. Okay, well. There was, there was a lot of that. It was, it, that went on for about 10 minutes. So I, I got my ID out. I had my passport with me and I said, my name is Lulu Lincoln. Oh, you're Lulu. Oh, I see. Right. Come right in. Okay. Or maybe I don't look like a Lulu. Um, so I went into the office and I signed in and I waited and they said I could go to the staff room, have a cup of tea and a biscuit. So I did and I had my lessons planned because I had to teach again. So instead of teaching one lesson, I, had to, I was with the class for the um, sort of half of the morning and then did an assembly and did some data analysis and then had another interview. That was the final phase of the interviewing process for the deputy head role at this school.
and so when I was in the staff room people didn't know who I was people just came in I overheard their conversations um, talking about you know the current deputy head and why she was leaving and they couldn't wait to go on school holidays basically staff room banter and then I was called and when I was called I bumped into the current head the head teacher of the school in the corridor and um, he's the one that um, put me forward for the final phase of the interview but when I saw him he did not say good morning to me um, he did not acknowledge me and I had to oh good morning um, Mr so-and-so um, how are you thank you so much for putting me forward for this post and he just said yeah um, yeah, it was a you know it was a it was a great idea. So we just thought we'd give it a go. I don't know what that means. So I went down to um, teach. I taught the year five class that um, I would have had as my I would have shared the class with a actually a mum who was back from maternity leave and working part time. So we would have shared the class, and then I would have been in class for two days, and then um, in my office for two three days. So I went to teach the class and. We had a fantastic time. I love to teach. Really good rapport. Um, the time of the year it was was quite close to Sats. So we were talking about well this time next year and this time next year we had a really good time and I think we did a grammar activity together and it yeah it went really well. Then I was taken down to another room to do my data analysis and um, I handed that in. I got really good feedback about that. I got great feedback about the lesson. And basically the senior leadership team followed me around the school. They just shadowed me to look at my interactions with the children. I did an assembly with a song and a game. I did the assembly for the lower end of the school. So they basically had me teaching right through the school. I taught year five. I did an assembly with the early years and key stage one. So they were really little. Oh my gosh, I love early years. They were basically knee high. And I said to them, well, good morning, everybody. I'm Mrs. Lincoln. Good morning, Mrs. Lincoln. And we had that. It was really lovely. We had um, a short prayer because it was um, a Christian school. Um, and then we had our song and we did a virtue. And we talked about the fruit of the spirit and how to recognize it. it we had a good, it was really good fun. Um, I think the children were not necessarily used to my approach to assembly. But it's neither here nor there because I think you have to be who you are and also find a way to comply with the school's policies and routines. The assembly was finished, there was a short break in the staff room. Everyone in the staff was like, Lulu, you have this in the bag. Like everybody's everybody's buzzing about you. Everybody. And like we've seen the other candidates and they've got no teaching experience. Okay, we know who the other candidates are and they don't have anywhere near as much experience as you do. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's incredible. That's phenomenal. After break, I had to meet the school council and talk to them about what they wanted in the school and how I'd be able to support them. The school council were year six children and they were so confident and articulate and they were, so, they were lovely. And they asked me, you know, what sort of things do I find hard? And I thought, gosh, that's a really good question. And I said to them that, you know, it's really important for me to spend time with my family, but undistracted time because family time is very important. And that's what I do in the evening when I go back from work. And they were very surprised because maybe they thought I didn't have a family or was too young to have a family because in earlier parts of the interviews, the head teacher and another colleague made a joke that I'd come to apply for a place in the sixth form. And I just said, no, I'm here for the job interview. Ha, 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 ha.
her. So after meeting with the school council, I went back to the head teacher's office and I sat down with governors. It's a big panel, governors, the current deputy head, I think, may have been in and out, um, but I think it's kind of conflict of interest because she is in the post and she was about to leave. She did give her input because I taught her class in year five. Um, the deputy, the head teacher was there, beg your pardon, I keep saying deputy. The head teacher was there and the governors and some of the trustees were there and they asked lots of questions and they just said, oh, tell us what happened, tell us about your journey. And I said to them that, you know, this is who I was, this is my experience and my background. And they actually asked me no questions because they were blown away. And the head teacher said to me, <laughs> wait for it, you can wipe the floor with all of my teachers in this school put together and you're only, I was 34 at the time, 33, um, this was about a year and a half ago, yep, you can wipe the floor with all of my staff members with your CV and I said, oh well, I don't, I don't know about that but um, thank you for saying it, I don't take that as a compliment, that's disrespectful because you just undermined your 40 members of staff in one conversation. Um, and so I said to them, I said, this is my approach and um, this is what I believe. They know that I'm a Christian and that was you know, indicated on the form. And so we spoke about salary and this was when I knew that I wouldn't be getting the job and I'll tell you why. So we spoke about the salary and they, one person, one of the trustees, one of the panel members said, it's quite a big jump though, don't you think, for you? That was the comment that he made. And let me tell you something. I walked into that school as a qualified professional and in that moment, I was reminded that I was black. Yeah. And I said, um, I said, when you say big jump, what do you mean? And he said, well, you know, you're only recently qualified. And I said, no, I said, I'm not recently qualified. I said, I've worked in, in schools since the age of 16. I said, that's almost 20 years. I said, I have three degrees, two of which are postgraduate. I said, I've published books. I said, I can make resources from scratch. And I'm on a master's program right now. I said, none of those things scream recently qualified. I said, my teaching qualification is recent. or my teaching experience spreads over 15 years. That was the end of the interview. I never got to call that day. I just sent an email because um, the staff really banded together and made me feel so welcome. And I just emailed the school and I just said, look, um, thank you for shortlisting me for the post. Da 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 da. And then I got received a phone call on the Friday, um, which was the day after the interview, and it was the head teacher who said that they they were not prepared to give me the job. And when I asked for feedback, he didn't have any feedback. He, he said I did amazingly in every single um, aspect. Um, you know, the, the data could do with a little bit more tweaking. And I said, well, how was the assembly? Oh, the children really loved it. How was the teaching of year five? It was fantastic. I think the teachers are probably going to pinch your lesson plans. How was the assembly? How was it with the school council? Why didn't I get the job? We just don't think that you are the right fit for the role. 
and I said, but you shortlisted me, I didn't apply for this post, you said that I was too good for the year two teacher's post, and now you're saying to me that I'm too good for the deputy head post, too? And he was silent, and he just said, look, I'm, um, I'm, I'm really, really sorry that if, you know, if it was up to me, then, um, you know, that, I mean, yeah, it's just completely out of my control. And I said, um, I said, thank you so much for showing me um, what the values of the school are really like. Thank you so much for allowing me to show you how good I am at my job and how much um, my skills are valued. Um, I really appreciate that. That's not what I meant. I was being sarcastic, by the way. And um, that was the end of the call. And when I put the phone down, I I was broken and I was I cried. My husband came home um, after work and we were absolutely dumbfounded. And not because I didn't get the job. It's because of the way they went about it. They didn't want me in the year two post. They didn't. They didn't want me to do the year two post because they thought I was too good for the role and maybe would have asked for more money. So they shortlisted me for the deputy head post but didn't really want to give me the deputy head post. Hmm. Now, what was different between me and all the other candidates? <laughs> I said candidates. I didn't mean candidates. Candidates. What do you think the difference was? And of course it wasn't the length of my skirt. What do you think the difference was? Yeah, I was the only black woman. I was the only black person in the school. The only black professional for miles. So you tell me. Microaggression? Racial bias? Racism? doesn't it and it really really makes you think and let me tell you something I have since never applied for a senior leadership role because I think I knew then that I'd only be in teaching for another year just a year and it was exactly a year after that I was preparing to hand my notice in for the job that I resigned from in December of last year it's mm. <laughs> freedom Friday and if you are dealing with microaggressions in your workplace, don't keep quiet. Challenge people and say things to them like, what, um, what do you mean when you say to me that I change my hair every day that you can't recognise me? I have, a, I have an ID badge on. It says on my ID, Lulu Lincoln. Ask them, what do they mean? Keep a record of the things people say to you and report them to HR. And if HR does nothing, report them to your union. Okay, so challenge them by asking, what do you mean? You don't need to get angry. You're not an angry black woman. Of course you're not. You're beautiful and talented. Okay? And calm and patient and kind and, and any other good thing. Challenge them. What do you mean by that? I don't think I understood what you said. Make sure people are around you to hear it. Write down everything that people say. Now, this is, this is the hard part. Keep a journal, a professional journal with the dates so that when you go to HR, you can say, in the last week, 17 people have asked me if the lady in year two is my cousin or if I'm related to the dinner lady because we kind of look the same. Write it down. The third thing is, like I said, approach HR, get in touch with your union. And if it gets to the point where you really can't bear it, 
go to your GP and get professional help. Ask for support and guidance and counselling on these microaggressions because unfortunately microaggressions hurt more than a slap in the face and I'll tell you why. Microaggressions hurt because they're um, constant and they're consistent. So if you think about chipping away at a block of wood for a year, by the end of the year you may have a pile of sawdust and this is what's happening to so many of our black women and black men in workplaces. They're on high dosage of antidepressants because they can't be in work without losing their temper because of how people are treated. Now you may think, oh well, you know, well, there are microaggressions against other people. Okay, but I'm talking about black people today. That's it. I'm talking about black women at work, black men at work, black mums at work, black dads, black grandparents. I had someone who was my TA for two years who was older than my mum. And I said to her, where I come from, I can never ask you to do some of the things that you do for me. And I, I, I appreciate you and I love you and I respect you. And I don't want the, the, the position that you are in and I'm in to make you feel like I don't respect you. And I watched people talk to this woman, English girls, probably a third of her age, saying, oh, can you trim this when you have 10 minutes? Who are you talking to, my friend? Who are you talking to? They would not speak to her that way if she was a 65-year-old English woman. They wouldn't. Tell me that I'm wrong. Challenge me. Post on my Instagram page. DM me. Tell me that I'm wrong. And it's because of that. It's the main reason why I decided to launch out into my own business. Now, Teaching Mums has been a blog for years and years and years. It has been. I was the first one. And I turned it into a business because I was tired of explaining to people why my hair changes when it rains. Why my hair is different each week. Why when I wear pencil skirts, they're not the shape of a pencil. Because I'm not the shape of a pencil. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. We call them pencil skirts, but we're not the shape of a pencil. Some people are the shape of a pencil. I'm the shape of a Coca-Cola bottle. The old-fashioned ones. What's my point? You don't have to put up with it. And if you've had enough, get in touch with me and let's start talking about your next move. Let's start talking about your personal statements. Let's start talking about your CV. Let's start talking about who do your children see when mummy comes home? Is she the pile of sawdust because she's been chipped away at for many, many years or decades? And if what has happened to you, or what has happened to me has happened to you, then I'm sorry. I'm sorry for every person who's made fun of your hair or made fun of your clothes or the smell of your food in the staff room. That's another one. Or the shape of your body when you wear the same thing that they wear but you look different. Or the complexion of your skin. Or the texture of your hair. Or that you don't look like somebody who could possibly speak German, Italian and read Latin. All at the same time. Freedom Friday's rough and I want to say things that people don't like. But I'm not here to be liked. Oh, you didn't know that, did you? I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to talk to you about truth and to change the culture in the professional world. Not just for mums, because I'm a mum all day long for the rest of my life. But also for black women, for black mothers out there. You heard me. It's Freedom Friday. Say my name. Have a great week. Bye.
Hi. Did you know that teachingmums.com gives you access to discounted resources via Scholastic? Why don't you head on over to teachingmums.com? Now, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, this is via a PC. There are lots of icons. There is an icon that says one, and this is an organization called One Extraordinary Marriage. Now, they provide resources and toolkits to support the development of a happy marriage. And if you click on the link, it will take you to their bookstore and you can buy resources to build your marriage there. And then there is the Teaching Mums icon, followed by the Revitalize icon and Flutterby icon. You can click on each of the Teaching Mum symbols and it will take you to the relevant page. There is an Avon logo and if you click on the Avon logo that will take you directly to my Avon shop where you can buy absolutely everything from razors to large tooth combs for your children. You can buy clothes, handbags, accessories, all already really 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 good value for money but such fantastic quality. If you move over, I'm just doing a mini tour of the Teaching Mums website. If you move over to the next icon, there's a Twinkle button. Now Twinkle, if you are a teacher, you know how useful Twinkle is. But actually, now that we are transitioning back into school, Twinkle is even more beneficial for mums as well as teachers. If you click on the Twinkle icon, it will take you to the Twinkle page and you can sign up for a free account or a premium account and that will give you access to resources for homeschooling, home learning, tuition from early years right up to year 13. Moving along the icons at the bottom of the page on the PC access to teachingmums.com there is my there are the covers of my books not just a mother which is a collection of poems with journaling space so it's a collection of poems for mums with journaling space and if you click on the book cover that will take you to lulu.com where you can actually buy yourself a copy of the book hardback fantastic value for money really good feedback it's a really fantastic way to celebrate um, your journey on motherhood to reflect to grieve that's available now on lulu.com then i have my brand new children's book which is out now called i'm actually not a giraffe if you click on the picture of the giraffe it will take you again to lulu.com and you can actually buy an ebook version of i'm actually not a giraffe or a hard copy once you order it takes three to five days to arrive it's a wonderful wonderful picture book for young children looking at issues of identity and difference within the school setting so click on the picture of the giraffe and it will take you to the bookstore and you can buy a copy for yourself for your family if you're a teacher you can buy a few copies for your class moving on there is a book parties icon now this is scholastic book parties from me lulu lincoln and if you click on the book parties icon that will take you to a bookshop now this bookshop is slightly different to lulu.com because this bookshop scholastic book party sells resources for home learning phonics flashcards um large chalk which can be used to teach mark making in early years helping children understand numbers and writing and with chalk as soon as it rains it can just be washed off we also sell pencils stickers 
fabric bags, fabric book bags. We sell almost every single book from the zero to 12 month phase right up to young adult fiction. So you can buy your teenagers GCSE core text um, copies on my Scholastic Book Parties link. Jacqueline Hyde, Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth, Jane Eyre, but we also sell things like the Rainbow Fairy series, we sell all the Roald Dahl books, we have Beast Quest books, The Hungry Caterpillar, all of the classics, so click on the Scholastic, Scholastic Book Parties from Lily Lincoln icon and that will take you directly to the bookshop and the books are already 75% recommended retail price so i strongly encourage you to go there today um, now moving on there is an owl tutors icon now our tutors is a company that provides um, premium tuition all the tutors are qualified teachers and before the lockdown they were actually coming into people's homes but now they're providing online one-to-one -one tuition so click on our tutors and that will take you to their website and you can inquire there the next icon on the Teaching Mums website is the Linko's Kitchen icon. Now this is our renovation and restoration company. So we renovate kitchens, um, conservatories, extensions, anything to do with renovating a property is available via Linko's Kitchen. So if you click on Linko's, um, which is Linko's Renovations, but this branch, this arm is the Linko's Kitchens Development click on that and you can book a free quote. Somebody will come to your home um, observing the guidelines of social distancing and give you a, a quote on the project that you want to do on a time frame. Um, it's a fantastic service and really great for you mums and families who are looking to update your home this summer. That's Lingo's Kitchen. And now if you move right down, there is a globe with a golden outline that is um, Maranatha Ministries. For those of you who tune in to Revitalize, Maranatha Ministries is my family's home-based church. Now um, churches are not open physically at the moment but they are available online on YouTube and on Facebook. So girls that was just the quick whistle top store or um, tour <laughs> of um, the icons on my website. So click on each one have a look around, there's something there for everybody, resources, things for your home, scented candles, marriage toolkits, all sorts of things, tutors if that's what you're looking for, you can buy copies of my book, innumerable copies, you can contact um, our tutors for private one-to-one -one tuition for your children, you can visit Linko's Kitchens for anything to do with property updates, things like damp and mold treatments, brickwork, anything to do with updating your home, contact Linko's Kitchens today just by clicking on the icon and sending an inquiry through. And for those of you who are interested in becoming part of a church, the Maranatha Ministries icon is also available for you. If you click through on that link, it will take you directly to their websites. Now, some of these links are affiliate programs. So just so it's really clear, I will receive commission if you click through on the One Extraordinary Marriage link, the Avon link, the Twinkle link, 
and the book parties link it's entirely up to you but i know that these resources can help you they're things that i use all the time and that's why i'm really really proud to be associated with these organizations now if you need more information if you are listening via anger just leave me a voice message or you can send me an email lulu at teachingmums.com and i am actively responding to emails Monday to Friday between 9 and 3 p.m. So that's the tour of the Teaching Mums website. Now, all the other things we will talk about another time, but lots of people have been asking me about the resources that I sell, how do they get their hands on them, how do they buy books, how can they get their property updated, you know, what resources do I use? It's all available on the Teaching Mums dot com website so if you haven't already been to the teachingmums.com website um just head over there now it's really really easy now if you're using a phone the icons will not be horizontal they'll be in a vertical drop um, at the top of the page and it's exactly the same you can click through from your device your tablet or your phone and you'll be able to have the same access to these fantastic resources now i don't know who else is um allowing you to have access to these discounted resources but i want to tell you now you have access to discounted resources click on the links click on the icons have a look around on the book parties um shop there are things for as little as two pounds fifty and depending on what your budget is you can buy a book set for a hundred pounds so there's something for everybody's budget and as soon as you buy something you know leave a review get in touch with me ask me how to use the resources, um, ask me questions about the frequency of how often you should buy resources for your children. Do you wait till one is finished before you buy another one? Do you wait just before the end and top up? Do you buy the same again? Do you move them up through the key stage? There's lots of questions, but this is my specialist. My edu- I'm an education specialist. I am able to coach you through the key stage phases of your child's education. I'm able to support you as a professional, either transitioning back to work or transitioning out of work and also support you with your homeschooling. So visit teachingmums.com today and book your video appointment. It'll be one-to-one or one-to-five if you have a group of girlfriends who are also mums who are interested in some support around education and parenting or updating their professional profile or homeschooling that's all for now bye bye Each mum, reach mum, teach mum. Have you left a review? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love your feedback. Send your comments, quotes, requests to lulu at teachingmums.com and leave a review. By leaving a review, it means that this podcast is able to reach hundreds and hundreds of mums just like you. The aim of the Each Mum, Reach Mum, Teach Mum podcast is to enable mothers across the globe to 
positively and safely develop their professional profile and their role at home in such a way that those quiet moments can be enjoyed just as much as the moments where we're juggling 45 things at once. Thank you so much for listening today. I look forward to sharing with you again. Bye-bye.